Thank you for listening to this episode of Courtside Indiana Podcast. Please hit the subscribe or add button on your podcast app to get them delivered straight to your phone, tablet, or desktop. As always, we'd appreciate our rating and review. And you can reach us directly on our Courtside Indiana Twitter at CourtsideIND. Welcome to Courtside Indiana Podcast. Recording episode 106. I'm Jim Reamer, joined as always by Zach Tyler. Zach, how was your how was your week, man? Another solid week up here. Got to a couple games. Girls girl soccer. So- girls nice. soccer, definitely. Yep. Yep. Is it indoor? It is at indoor, this point. Okay. Yes, of course. Where do they play that? Where do they do the indoor stuff? Up there? Uh, we got a facility in Mishawaka. We got nice. to. Did not know that. Did not know they had. We're going to roll through this quick. We're recording out of sequence, so this is actually the last thing we're recording. So we're going to get through the recruiting stuff pretty quickly. Zach's got to run. We're delaying his family grocery shopping. Yes. So his kids got to eat. (laughs) Nick Baumgart's going to join us later. We're going to talk about the Indiana All-Stars. Then we get into our weekly stuff at the end. But Zach, take her away with the recruiting. It's it's a light week, right? Yeah, light week. Uh, Got a couple here to go over. a couple smaller ones as well. Judas and Fuquay from, from Warsaw got a Goshen College offer. He's a senior guard. Uh, Ryan Schroeder from Central Noble committed to Trine. He's following Logan Guard there, who's also from Central Noble. And then Kyle Thomas committed to Cedarville. He's a Cloverdale 2022. Hagen Nepp from Bar Reeve committed to Grace. <clears throat> and then JQ Roberts from Bloomington North 2023 got a Marquette offer. Yeah. JQ one is he's, he's going to get more of those. He's just, a, he's just physically passes the test. And, you know, you, we've talked about him a lot here throughout the year uh, at different times. He's his skill set is projecting the right way and he's just going to be a load. You know, he's going to be, he's going to be a kid. I mean, I think he's, he's going to be a kid that, Right now, if you looked at him, you'd think, well, he's a tweener. What's his go-to offensive set? I, you know, I don't know what that is just yet. But he'll, I think he'll eventually get there. I think he'll eventually get to the point where he's definitely a, a wing, uh, but a bigger wing who can guard, who could guard bigger guys. He can right now he's his tools are defensively, he's got all kind of capability. He's got super long, he's a good athlete, he's got a good body on him. I mean, he'll need to get thicker. Uh, but he is um I, I love I love how hard he plays. So there's just just a lot of lot to like there. And I think eventually his transition, like a kid like that was a pure post player growing up. And I think his transition to to um to being just a pure perimeter player is on is on its way. And that's you know, he'll be he'll be really good for some, whoever gets him. So the Thomas stuff, um Thomas committing to Cedarville. Have you seen him play? I have not. He's good. He's he's a guy that his outside shot was the last thing to come. It was never one that was, was never a bad shot. His dad went to Speedway, played at Indiana State. Uh, Kyle's at Cloverdale. And he is, um, again, a kid that plays hard, I think, at that at the, at the Division II level. I think he's a, he's a combo guard. I think he can be a primary ball handler. I don't know if he's a primary – if he's a playmaker – he could definitely be a secondary playmaker. I don't, you know, the difference there is, I guess, when you do it versus, 
you know, I don't, I don't think he's going to come down and they're going to run a ton of ball screens for him early in a possession, but he could definitely be a guy that gets a lot of wing ball screens. Um, again, a kid that, that guards hard, he's, a, he's, he battles and, you know, you like kids with ha- have work ethic on that side of the ball or that end of the floor. And he's definitely one of those kids. And, um, and that's a good get, you know, grace getting nep, right. That's a good get. You've not seen him a lot. He's, he's unorthodox kind of herky jerky yeah but you know i know last year he proved against carmel that he could compete with kids at that level yeah i was gonna say i thought a lot of people were pretty high on him and his recruiting never really really panned out did it well he's he's kind of a jack of all trades master of none kind of dude okay he's a secondary playmaker he's not he's not a primary ball handler but he's a secondary ball handler uh he he can shoot. I don't know how well he he can shoot. I don't know how well he shoots off the dribble. So everything with him is get to the paint and, and put up, you know, some sort of finishing move, floater. And and the question would be is how does some of that translate? You know, ultimately the length, the Carmel game last year. You hate to pin it on one game. I, I've I've seen him play in the summer, and there's been some struggles there too with quicker players. Okay, against quicker players. But eventually the length in the Carmel game last year was was a determining factor for not just him, for really a, all of them, but Hope. And, I mean, that Barib had that game <laughs> won, really. And then Carmel went to, you know, basically a full court 2-2-1. And, you know, really the only guy that handled it well was Hope. And, you know, that's just because he could finish through it, through contact. But... No, I think that's a good spot for him. I, I don't know that quickness-wise there would be some issues if at, at a higher level. Yeah. But, you know, at 6'4", he's a matchup issue at Bar Reef. Um, he jumps well, but I don't know how well he moves laterally when you talk about defending at a higher level. So that's the only thing. Sure. So. But again, we've we've established that you know, the Crossroads League is super competitive. It's, so it's, it's not like it's that big of a jump to think you know if a Division two school wouldn't have wanted him. I mean, do we know his? Do we know? Uh, let's see, let's get his I think, offers here. I feel like Grace was the only one that we knew about. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is. Um, he's a very yeah. You look at him; he's a very unorthodox, kind of a herky jerky player, which. You know, can kind of come in handy. He's got a little manager. He's got a little manager nobly in him. Okay. Okay. Are you surprised like in Oakland City didn't maybe take a look or offer? Or, I mean, I guess we don't know if they talked to him or I was just thinking something down there close to him. And it could be he didn't want to go. He wanted to get away from home, maybe. I don't know. I mean, and Bryce and Graber's at Grace too, so that probably helped a little bit. Absolutely. I would imagine it did, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not, I don't know. You know, that Oakland City piece, I don't know what they're – I mean, obviously one of our – I shouldn't say obviously. No, I don't know that people know this, but one of our coaches is an assistant there. First, One of our summer coaches is an assistant there and former head coach at IU Kokomo. But, you know, they're trying to be more aggressive recruiting-wise. And it could have been that maybe Nep wasn't interested. Right. Sometimes, you know, a lot of times kids do want to get just far enough away from home. Yep, definitely. <laughs> 
but not too far. They want mom and dad to be able to come to games, but they want to be just far enough away from home. And I think that's a wise choice. So says the guy who went to IUPUI and lived in Carmel. So they never, never really left. So, all right, man, well, that's good. We'll, we'll move on. We'll talk, we'll bring Nick on and we'll talk about uh, the Indiana all-star team or what we, what we think about it. All right. Zach Tyler's with us now. Nick Baumgart's with us now. Hey. It's, it's just a cold entry. We're going to, we're going to talk, right. Jump right into the Indiana all-star team. <laughs> no other topics. We're going to go through our, um, our locks. Oof. And then we're going to go through our possibilities and then we're going to chat about snubs. I'm sure there'll be some mixing, some intermingling there along the way. We got a couple. We got one question mark for sure. And well, I guess we'll get to that here in a minute. But um, Zach, why don't you start? Who are? Uh, oh boy, who are, are you ready? Or who are your locks? Who are your locks? Throw, Zach? Me, throw me right in there. I mean, I've got eight. <clears throat> I've got eight locks. If that gives you any indication, eight locks. All right, I've got lawyer as a lock. Braden Smith, a lock. Tayshawn Comer, a lock. CJ Gunn, a lock. Tay Davis, a lock. I've got, I'm throwing Jalen Jackson in there as a lock. And I'm going to do Connor Seijan as a lock. Those are my locks. That's seven. You said Suter. Yep. No, no, no. I did not. He's on. He's on my list, but I did not lock him in. Say the. Well, that's a lock, dude. So just put him down. Okay, um, lock down. <laughs> lock that in. He's locked him in. Then Tucker's undefeated in March. <clears throat> Here Zach doesn't have him as a lock. He's not a lock. And that's Zach fine. Will. That's fine. Well, we, we got to be respect the list. There's, there's got to be some prudence here. He is Hold a lock. Hold on. So it was you had Gunn, Lawyer, Davis, Comer, Asijan, Jackson. And who was your seventh? I was Braden Smith. Did you say him? Oh, you get Braden. That's right. Okay. And then yeah, Suter was right next, right next in the line. Respect the list. Well, that is, I mean, that's certainly the list, but I mean, come on, Suter's a lot. So that's eight. I got eight locked. Wait, wait, you added Suter? Well, he was the next one on my list anyway, so yeah, you it, know, did, it did work out. Okay. Uh, let's. A lot of influence here. I don't like. You're getting well, Jim, you're getting Jim wound up already. Look, that list. <laughs> it's early morning, by the way, for anybody that's listening. Um, well, it's early for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's early. I mean, it's seven. What, what is it? Seven. It's eight o'clock your time. I guess that's pretty early. Um. Well, okay. I mean, look. Let's let's be real here. I think that I know I'm a Carmel guy, but I think Suter's a lock. I think really all those guys that he named are locks. Except there's one there's one issue, and I'll get to that here after Nick after Nick Baumgart gives us his locks. Don't be influenced. Yeah, don't be influenced by me. Don't let me bully you into a lock. If you know me, you know I'm not influenced by Jim. I love him, but I know I like those eight. But I think you got to add Conwell. I mean, yep. How's Ryan Conwell not on your list in in January by now? 
And I think you got to add Travis Grayson. That's your boy. Um, That's your boy, Zach. I didn't. He's he's on my list. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I don't have I don't have him as lock. But go on. I'm with you, Zach. So I got. But but look, there's some. Look, there's some. This is why we do this. I mean, because it's it's interesting. We like when we do the Mr. Basketball vote. We do the Mr. Basketball talk. Few you know earlier in the season, we talk about how it's almost like the you know like an election. I mean, it is an election. It's a legitimate election. Um, politics and all, yes. Yeah, but there's some there's some issues here with this with the All Star team and how it's figured out. It's not nearly as it's not nearly as political as the Junior All Star stuff, where you know it's a bunch of guys and you know it's coaches in a room swapping favors and get him on and get him off. But go on, Nick. Because yeah, look, well, no, I mean, again, I like there's, those- again, there's an issue here that we're gonna we're gonna resolve this year, and if we don't, we may burn the damn thing down. So let's let's get on with this. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait for this yeah well um, but no i like those eight and then i liked uh you had a Conwell just had a big win last night yeah zionsville we, we got a, we got a big but Iams, Iams, I, don't, I didn't see Iams' name in the box score so he's back hey, he's not back you either play you either play or you play you play who you play conwell shows up and he plays zionsville and he beats him and isaiah thomas is not well, i know but I mean, Sorry, whoever shows up for Zionsville, he beat him. I, uh, we're not, we're not, we're not doing that. I mean, anyway, it's a, not it's over a bigger, here. If it's a bigger win of Iams is there, I didn't see his name. So, but Isaiah Davis wasn't supposed to play. And he's that's some good. So. He had several. I can't remember who beats who either, and I don't have the whole list up here. Um, I mean, because literally Indianapolis is just beating one person, beating the other, is beating the other, is beating the other. I mean, it's just it's crazy. It's it's been a fun year, but um, it's it's been, yeah, it's been fun. It's been interesting. Yeah, but I mean, I think Grayson. I mean, you know, and this is this is you know, if Chesterton continues to do well, and and you know, do they have to make a little bit of a run in the tournament? Probably they probably. We have to get somewhere down south. But as far as right now, I mean, you know, I don't know how you keep Travis Grayson off. So that's, uh, that's my 10. You just have 10. Um, yeah, but then like Billy Smith, like I think it's going to be really hard to keep him off. Well, let's, let, we'll get to that in a minute, right? Yeah. I'll name my locks. Here's my locks. Ready? So you're good with Zach's eight. And then add add Conwell. And You're good with Zach seven. Then I bullied him into Suter. No, no, no. Suter's Suter's on in my yeah. list. I, but oh, I yeah. respect the list. Yeah, but I respect the list. That's the difference between. No, I'm just kidding. That I have Look, ten. I have ten locks. I guess. Okay. All right. I'll and I'll get. So I have eight, and it's basically the seven that Zach started with. No, it's not the seven Zach started with, because he didn't have Conwell. It's Gunn, it's Lawyer, it's Dante Davis, it's Tayshawn Comer, it's Pete, it's Connor Asijan, it's Ryan Conwell, and it's Jalen Jackson. Okay. Did not name Braden Smith because I'm not sure he's going to play. Um, he'll be, not back. Sure. He'll be back in three weeks. I'm not sure. He'll, I'm not, no, I'm not sure he's going to play. Um, now, unless the prognosis has changed. Um, there's a really good chance he's going to show up for senior night. Why? Why wouldn't he play? Well, right now he's in a boot and he's riding on a little wheelie roller coaster like he tore his Achilles. He didn't tear his Achilles, but 
he's riding one of those little wheelie things that you know you you take your foot off you know it's that way you don't have to put any pressure on your foot right now the plan is i don't think i'm i don't think i'm breaking any confidence here the plan is he's going to show up for senior night they're going to tip he's going to start westfield's going to foul or create some sort of agreement with whomever they play and then he's going to get subbed out that's it um not the info i got well that's fine when did you get it if you got and if you got it since friday or then not friday if you've gotten it since earlier in the week then that's possible um like i said then the prognosis could have changed it's been five four or five days since i've talk to them so um but i talked last talk to them on january 24th that's about the same time i talked to him so i don't know we'll see either way <laughs> but there's a good chance that he won't play just because i know it's important to them well but I there's know, also there's also a good chance purdue asked him not to play because this is a serious injury this is the second time he's injured the same foot so why not give it as much rest as possible? So that's that's where I'm going with it. It's, you, think, it's not, you think Braden Smith's not going to play basketball between now and June? Um, uncontrolled, yeah, I think that's possible. I think we, I think you can do things in a controlled setting that gives you way way lower risk than you do in an uncontrolled setting. I, I don't think he, there's a good chance. Yes, he may not that he may not play until then. All right. So Brains uh, is not a lock on Jim's list for the Indiana. Well, no, he's a no. Let's he and Jalen Washington would be locks. I'm talking about talking about are they going to be on the team? Are they going to they'll be on the team for sure? Are they going to play? That's another issue. Both of them will be replaced. So if you want to if you want to go that route, then yeah, we I think we all need to add Jalen Washington. Um, despite what you know what you said pre-recording, you can say it if you want on the on the pie. I don't care. Um, you know, you know, those two guys would be on it if they were healthy. Um, so it's if we're going to get different cases, man, two different cases, totally. Well, absolutely. But if Braden Smith, you know, if he's still got that foot issue, he's not, he's, he's not going to play if he still has a foot issue. And now it's, we got a long way to go to get there. It's June for God's sakes. Um, but if it's if it's not something that's clean, if it's not, there's a good chance he's not playing. I mean, I'm saying he won't make the team. He's going to be on the roster. There's no question. So he's a lock for you. Yeah, he's a lock. He and Jalen are locks. But but there are also two guys that, that may. Well, Washington probably won't play, and and Braden Smith. It's a possibility. It's it's definitely a possibility that he won't play. The suitor thing is is obvious. I mean, you call me a homer. I mean, he was obviously he was a junior all star. His resume reeks Indiana All-Star. All these guys that I think both we all named were reeks it, you know, even if we don't necessarily fully agree on who the locks are. Um, I agree. The You're name we got the name we got to clear up. And look, there's there's what Leland Walker obviously not gonna make it this year because he's not in Indiana. I guess that's the only prep school kid on the on the all-star team. Okay, that is the only prep school team. I thought there was a couple others. Um, so my locks are Gunn, Lawyer, Davis, Comer, Suter, Siegen, Conwell, Jackson. That Connor Siegen didn't make the junior all-star team last year was an outright joke. It was an outright joke that he didn't make the junior all-star team. 
Um, you know, I, I hate the, I always play the game of who you're going to take off. If you got to add a guy, I, you know, that's fine. Um, but it was a joke that he didn't make the junior all-star team last year. I don't have the junior all-star list in front of me, but I'm looking yeah. right at it. <laughs> I'll kick anybody on. He's, he's got to be there. Guys we named, the guys that were on it last year that we haven't named yet besides Leland Walker, Will Lovings-Watts, Brandon Northern, Charlie Williams. I don't think either any of those guys are going to make the all-star team this year. Um, and that's not an indictment of the junior all-star list. I To me, a season is better than Will Lovings-Watts, period. Just end of discussion. He should have made it. Um. You know, and and I think you look at so those are those are my locks. So let's let's get to anybody else that you sh- that you think should make it, Zach. Uh, yeah, I still let's, let's get to let's get to twelve guys each, kind of. Okay. Right. Because what I agree. Doing... <clears throat> yeah, give, give us like for... your next list. Suter was on Suter was on top of your next list. Let's go. Yep. Uh, I had Suter, Smith. I had Grayson on my list for that also, and then I had uh, Carson Jenkins. That's yeah, gonna be tough to keep him off. Yeah, if they make a run. Right. Well, what happened? Yeah, but what happened last night? I guess I don't know how he did individually, but well, it was Lambert. Was it Lambert last night, or was it maybe two nights ago at Concordia that I was watching? Lambert had a big night, one of those, one of the nights he had. All right, there's a geography issue here with this all-star team that that will dictate who some of the, you know, some of the other guys that get on here. So with lawyer and a siegeon on, that'll that'll play a factor. I'm not saying and, and Jalen Jackson. And Jalen Jackson. So those three guys, I'm gonna guess the Snyder kids don't make it. Just that just on that alone. I mean, there's just not – I mean, unless you look at, like, Logan McIntyre, Brandon Northern. We're getting there. Loving well, Watt, I don't think Northern – well, Loving's Watt's not making. He hasn't He hasn't played. He's been – depending on what you – I mean, he's missed a lot of games. Okay. Not in a going to be on an honorary – not going to be on the team in an honorary way either. Um, okay, so that's more than an injury kind of thing. Yes. Um, yes, it is. Um. So I mean, it's just, you're really going to struggle to find anybody down south in this class to put on on the Indian All Star team if you don't put Logan McIntyre on. So, well, that could be North Harrison. In, well, North Harrison's going to have to get a sectionals. Okay, well, say they don't. Well, that's true. That's that's just true. Say they don't. If they don't, then you are going to have a um, some. You know, it's just one of those years where. I mean, look, as, as someone who's down south, who's whatever, I'm not a homer, obviously. I, I, mean, I try not to be. I try to cover everybody as much as I don't care. I don't care that you live 10 miles from me or if you live 150 miles from me or if you live 350 miles from me. In this this year, I think that, that Fort Wayne is really good. If you watch Fort Wayne basketball, it's really, really good. So this could be the year to me. Just my humble opinion. Well, the you know, the interesting thing is what – there is look 2022 is not a very deep class to begin with so right we've 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 touched on this a lot yeah we've we've huh especially size wise oh yeah i I just yeah in terms of numbers i mean there's right in numbers and size though too yeah 
I don't know, Nick, were you on the pod or I don't know because I know there was a couple of pods where Zach missed, but what was it? Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we did a pod where like I was going through that. You look at a lot of these teams that are competing, you know, that are really good this year. And all of them have a batch of juniors that play. Um, and the teams who are really good that we've, that we've sort of anointed at the beginning of the year, especially when Nick and I were doing previews, Cathedral, Homestead, Carmel, all of them had seniors and juniors. Um, but then a lot of these teams have just juniors. It's the junior class. There's a ton of juniors that are good. And I'm not sure how many high majors there are in the junior class, but there's a, there's going to be, I think there's going to be way more division one kids in the junior in the 2023 class than it will be the 2022 class. This exercise for the, the all-star team won't be as easy for the 2023 class. So no, it's uh, going to be, it'll be very, very, <laughs> you know, yeah. Looking at max preps, Northern's average in 27 a game. Is that not a well, reflection yeah, of how he's playing or? Well, I know, but they're not very good. Right. Maybe they're, maybe they've, you know, let's, let's check. They got to make a run. Yeah. Okay. They got to do things. I think sectionals may come down to it. I think, look, Northern's had, look, Northern's right there with Suter. <laughs> His dad's a friend. His dad listens every now and then. I get a message every now and then. Um, given what he's done with his with his team success the last three years, and the, the kind of year he's having, there's a good chance, and that's going to play a role. There's no there's no doubt. It could come down to who wins that sectional, North Harrison, or or you know, does Silver Creek, does their experience jump through? But I mean, they are they're six and eight. And there's some bad losses in there. I mean, they lost to Columbus North by, and these aren't, these are losses to good teams, but they're bad losses in terms of, I mean, they lost to Columbus North by 17. They lost to North Harrison by 19. They lost to Bedford North Lawrence by 13. They lost to Pekin by six. Um, they lost it's to Brown. It's I mean, tough. Pekin, Pekin's good. But if, you know, if you're 3A, you're a bigger school, you're – and look, a reflection – the reflection of that is there's just not much there with 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 Brandon. and It's a two-way you know, street, right? I mean, because you, you say, oh, well, he had great, great help, you know, his first couple years, right? And they win some state championships. And then, you know, but he hasn't had a great – supporting cast with him right now. I mean, what, so it's kind of a two way street. I don't know. I tend to think I'm kind of Zach brought up the point. I mean, he's got really good stats this year. Yeah. But can well, you hold it against him that he doesn't have a, a great supporting cast? I and mean, it's not like he's averaging 10 points and to, he's me, doing here, it hard. Right. to me, here's his saving grace. And, and I still don't, still don't have him making it, but the saving grace is he was really good in June. At Charlie Hughes, really good, and and I think that's you know he's still in the mode then of finding people, and they I don't I don't remember what they did at Charlie Hughes. I don't know how they did in their four games, but but he's still in the mode of you know he's not in a situation where he's going out there dropping twenty seven twenty eight a game. Not that that matter, but I just I love the way he played in June with his in his new role. Um. 
but I didn't think they were going to have that good of a year this year. I mean, look, we didn't have them in their top 10 in no. our top 10 when we did the preview stuff. And we, we, we got some, I got a message on that. I got two, I got two messages on that. And I'm like, I, you know, it's fine. Prove me wrong. And then there's six and eight, you know, um, <laughs> He is averaging that a game though, because he had 36 against Browntown, 22 Eastern, 18 they, Providence, 31 got, Clarksville. He had 36 against Brownstown. They lost by 12. I mean, Brownstown's good. And look, these guys are good. These teams are good. Brownstown's having a really good year. Eastern's having a really good year. North Brownstown got beat by Corden Central by 14 last night. That's surprising. So you you wonder who the, who maybe you know sometimes you got to ask who's hurt. Somebody hurt. Um, I don't think Corden scored 92 in a game in a long, long time. Um, <laughs> and Corden's decent, but I think they're young. But Brownstown's pretty young, too, for that matter. That's the thing with Brownstown is, God, they're, I mean, they're playing a lot of sophomores. If you put, if you put Brandon Northern in Indianapolis, right? Yeah. I mean, I know he's, he's there. I mean, he, his resume to me, I mean, just just on a blind look at a resume, right? If I showed you a kid, I think he's got two state championships. Well, sure, we could do that, but we could that that, that means you know that means you know Brady Atkins makes the All Star team when he scored thirty some odd game and he scored thirty points a game and didn't make it. Jared Odell didn't make the All Star team. Well, we're not going. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Jared Odell led the state in scoring his junior and senior year. Didn't make the All Star team. Well, I, I can't go back. Are we, go, are we going back? And I mean, look, they left oh, but Bonds I'm just saying off. That. The, they left Bonds off and and Clemens off the Hall of Fame after ten years of vote. I mean, people make mistakes. Voters are not perfect. I don't, I don't know if those were the Odell one was probably a mistake, but. He had some non-fans. I was, you know, that's a, you know, it was a long time ago, but yeah, I wasn't. You, you, you can speak on that. I think Zach was probably in diapers. <laughs> I mean, you know, you look at you look at Northrop and Jalen Jackson. I guess we both have, we all have him as a lock. They're nine and eight. They're not a whole lot better, right? He doesn't have the team success that that Northern does, but they're a four A team too. You know. Um, does the oversaturation of guards hurt Northern too? Oh, abso- oh, absolutely. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of my eight. Mm-hmm. Braden Smith, a guard. So I've got seven of my eight are guards. The only, the only name I listed that wasn't a, a guard was Dante, Dante Davis. And he probably considers himself a, a pure wing. So you can mix and match some of these dudes. Guns a wing. Lawyer's a wing. Um, Comer's a lawyer, point guard. You're lawyer a wing? Well, what is he? I was calling him more of a combo guard. Well, that's but... a wing to me. Two and three, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, there. Okay. We haven't even talked bass either. Yeah. He what about? <laughs> He's. I mean, we could talk about the tech. The tech guys. I don't think Reggie's making the All Star team. Look, and I just want to say this: huge way as somebody who's watching that game, way bigger deal made out of that. Oh yeah, I'm not even yeah ever needed to be like that that was sensationalized. Yes, I did say that. Um, but look, there's been issues. There's been situations even in the state where those things have escalated and turned into bigger things. And 
I was leave. I left before it happened and there were police rolling up in the through the parking lot as I was going to my car. And I thought <laughs> and my first thought was, well, something happened during the game, you know, something happened on the court. And I can imagine what happened. I didn't, had no clue who it would have involved. Um, but yeah, you're right. When you when you watch it, it it was an overreaction. But look, there's well, no, they, we didn't need two indie star articles over it. Let's put it that way. It, well, it yeah, a little much. I think anyway. the oddity. I think the oddity was that they didn't finish the game and that they didn't. I think yeah, that just is bang a, a couple that, technicals and keep it rolling. Get get thirty seconds done. I mean, that was the refs. Look, that jacked up dude, that jacked up ref. I'm not going to get into it, but <laughs> but I'm going to get into it. Rob's my guy. Now. <laughs> Come on. Well, he he didn't handle it well, Rob. Well, but look, who you are, Rob. <laughs> Look, we live in a time where people go leave the gym and come back with weapons. That's just how that is. We we've lived at a time where teams have lost their season because there's been fights that have that have never felt over. like that. That well, you I know you you weren't in there. I wasn't in there. They were. That's how they handled it. Nobody disagreed that the game shouldn't have been ended. Um, nobody in the moment disagreed that it shouldn't be it shouldn't have been ended. I can tell you that. Um. You know, we got, and we got Northern in over Bass, though, if that happens. Right. Yeah. OK. Yeah, I guess I'm my next group. Zach, go with your next group. I'm sorry. You, so you've got four or five guys. <laughs> you got four guys left. to. to kind I of said throw Bill, out there. Billy Smith. Yeah. Uh, I said Grayson was on that for me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mentioned Carson Jenkins. And then we kind of talked about that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, Charlie, Charlie Williams was on there, too, just because I was looking for bigs to get in on this team, just to have size. Yeah, I can tell you who that's going to be. Well, okay. I, I say that like it's a certainty. I can, <laughs> I can, I can tell you how I think that's going to go. But, um, and Nick, who's I, your next? I and Conwell too. Yeah. Okay. Who's your next group, Nick? Well, I had ten, I think. Well, there's twelve. I get it. There's actually thirteen. <laughs> I but, get it. But I had ten. I'm just all right. That's fine. So, who's the other two people that maybe not? Remember that I had 10. I have 10. So oh, you had anyway. 10 locks. Oh, I see what you're saying. You had 10 locks. Yeah. All right. Who are the other two? I don't know. I mean, honestly, we have well, a month of the season doing. left. This is the but I'm telling you, this is my take. I get it. This is my take. <laughs> I don't have it. I mean, I'm going to name you some names. Yes. That's fine. That's what we're doing. Names do I names. think like, oh, these are locks. No, no, I don't. no, no. We did the locks. We have, you have 10 of them. Who are the other guys? But, I mean, you're, you're, you're forcing me to come up with these names for the, I'm going to give you a few names that I think that, I'm, you know, yeah, Brandon Northern, Brandon Northern's got, again, I mean, his, his resume is. Well, I don't have him or McIntyre as you a lock. him off, he's a snub. Anyway. I don't have him or, or McIntyre as a lock, so. Okay. Not um, me either. I don't either, but I'm just saying that, that it's going to be a snub if you leave him off. And that may happen. It may. But anyway, so I have. I think, I think whoever Billy, wins that sectional, one of them will get in. And that's what it's going to come down to. Okay. Those those two guys are linked, and that's your Southern Indiana play. Okay. Nick, Nick hasn't even Man, mentioned McIntyre. Take... Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Did you mention Logan and McIntyre then? I thought he did. Somebody did. I mentioned him. I mean, I said he yeah. was one of the people in the South. I don't think there's a lot of good candidates. Is he on your South. list, though? He's on your list? He is. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's on here with, like, Carson, Reggie yeah. Bass. Um. 
Ahmad Girard. Yeah, that's that's your boy. Boys, plural. Boys, plural. All three of them. Yeah, all three of them. That's true. Their but, dad more than their dad more than the kids, but but they're they're good kids. I you know that's just going to be numbers. I mean that's that's going to be geography. That's going to be numbers. I think that hurts Bass as well. Um, yeah, no, for sure. Guards hurt Bass. I think if anybody from Tech makes it, it should be Lizenby. <laughs> poor poor guy's got to clean up all those long rebounds. <laughs> um. You know, Jeffrey Simmons is another name. Well, I mean, I'm that, just going to throw it out there because Fishers that, is. That's where I was going with Zach when he said the Charlie Williams piece. Yeah. Because there's lack of size. It's going to be Simmons. That's my opinion. That's. Chris Winnegar will be mad, you know, if we don't mention. I mean, he well, deserves it. Yeah, he does. That's. Yeah. That, to me, he's on. To me, he'll. I think he'll make it. He eventually makes my list. It's going to be. My next group is. And I got one that I have an issue with. Um, that I'll feel bad for. And look, the all-star team may probably have 13 guys and maybe this gets rectified, but, and if, if, if it was 13, then there is 13, get, right? I would get my way. If it's 13, I'm going to have one of either Northern or McIntyre, whoever okay. wins that sectional, one of those guys will make it Simmons, Billy Smith, Travis Grayson. And that to me, that's 12 for my little list. That leaves off the Gerards, that leaves off Charlie Williams, but then it also leaves off Richard Brooks, who I think has, I think needs to be the top of that. He needs to be there somewhere. Um, and look, they may have to make a run too. You know, they may have to make a little bit of a run too for him to, to break through. I mean, obviously Zach and I, we talk about him a lot on here. Seems like um, I didn't even think of, I, didn't even, I didn't even consider him for this list. <clears throat> you didn't? No. Nope. You just did. Why? I'm just curious. Um, to me, he's not that dude. Not that dude. No. no. He's been that dude when I've watched him. He was that dude for three okay. quarters against Westfield. Then, then stuff. Nobody else was hitting anything. He was the only one keeping in it, keeping them in it. Um, I, I love Richard, but I don't. Yeah, I don't see him on here. <clears throat> you got plenty of shooters. Again, guards hurt him. Six four. Well, he's yeah, he's the one guy that's not. We kind of stretch that he's you know he's a guard. He's more of the forward variety. And it doesn't matter for this purposes that he may be undersized in, in that type of situation, but. Because recruiting doesn't when you, when you start to get to the bottom of the roster, the formation of the bottom of the roster, um, recruiting stuff doesn't really matter. So, now how much, Jim, do you think inside deals work in the all-star selection process? Not as much because they 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 count who wins these games. They they you know, the guys still want to coach them. The you know, here's all, the other the thing. The junior all-star team is that. The junior all-star the team assistant? is definitely I have no clue. I don't. Do we and need that's going to be a big, uh, you know, filling in the last guy. I mean, that's. Oh, that's true. Notoriously that's true. been um, a spot where one of the assistants picks. Hey, is there somebody you know uh, that coach? would be okay being the twelfth, thirteenth guy on the team that's not going to play a whole lot, but you know, will show up and and give us everything 
Who's the head coach? We don't, we don't know who the coaches are yet, do we? Yeah, we do. I just um, – I think Bill Zitch is, is going to be the all-star coach, right? Is he? Well, <sighs> all this the other day. Zach, there's Conwell's a lot. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I think I'm almost positive Coach Zitch got named. That's a hard K at the end there, by the way. Zick? Yep. I'm sorry, Coach. I've been I'm calling sorry. Coach Zitch for – all these years, you know, he's the first dude every week that sends me stuff for player of the week. I wake up on Sunday mornings. And he's awesome. A, awesome, dude. Um, But I'm sorry. I called it. You know, I don't know. Nobody's corrected me. I told you the, the coach Adam story, right? At Tri- or at Twin Lakes. Where for years, I, whenever I send my first batch of emails out, his was always the first name that gets deleted from the list. Like he opts out. And turns out for years I had the wrong Adams. <laughs> Evidently, there's another Adams up there that teaches at Twin Lakes. I had the wrong address for. How did he forward it? What a jerk. <laughs> so when I finally get it right, he sends something in. I was like, awesome. And I was like, oh my God, what an idiot. I'm an idiot sometimes. Um, all right. So that's, I got my 12 out plus Brooks is 13. Zach. Those Mishawaka Mary people are going to turn on you, Zach. Yeah, all good. <laughs> you're you're at you're going to add. So you're going to go ahead, and I love Richard. Don't and I'm kind I of with too, that. Yeah. But you're yeah. going to add Richard to the to your All Star team. Well, I just look at how good they've been the last two years, especially, and and look the game I saw last year. He, he pulled victory from the jaws of defeat against Lawrence Central. So you're not going to add Brandon Northern, but you can add Richard Brooks. I'm just telling you that Northern or McIntyre, it's going to be one of those guys, and probably not both. That's that's my. I'm just asking questions here, man. That's my impression. And no, Carson Jenkins, just because of other. Yeah, I. It's tough. I mean, look, a lot of guards. You're taking Carson Jenkins over Richard Brooks. I mean, taking Richard Brooks over Carson Jenkins. Sorry. I mean. I don't think Karma would beat Mishawaka Marion by 30. I, I told you that Cathedral would beat him by 20 and they didn't, didn't they? You didn't think that was going to happen. Well, that was a much that was a much tighter game. Oh, that's different. Okay. Not only it's <laughs> different. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's still a month left in the season. It's all going to get worked out. Well, yeah, that's but that's why we do it. We, you know, we're politics will take care of the rest. We're running a podcast here. You know, we're running a podcast here. We have to just we can't just talk about. Well, yeah, that's why I'm being a little, little. Uh, I'm not. I don't want Jim to. What's the fun of What's the fun of debating the All Star team after the All Star team comes out? I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm not here to hurt hurt Jim's. Feelings. When have you cared about hurting anybody's feelings? <laughs> Every day of my life. I mean, you told me. You told me no. For God's sakes. 20 years ago. <laughs> well, I didn't. I, I also went to Evansville and played. I mean, True. I made a lot of mistakes coming up. Sorry. Uh, um, anything else here? Did we, did we just, you know, you look at that junior all-star team and the three guys I don't have on here, Lovings Watts, Charlie Williams, and then I have sort of a conditional with, with Brandon Northern. Again, more guards. There's all these guards. 
You think Charlie gets on before Northern, though, if that is the case, if it's down to those two? You go, uh, you go at no, I big. will. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I guess that could be. I've got Billy Smith. I've got Grayson. I've got another guard. Jeez. Because I mean, they both we, have what, two state championships. We ought to just put, we ought to just consider Jeffrey Simmons a lock. Because <laughs> not only, I mean, he's obviously having a really good year, and Fishers is having a really good year. Um, whereas, as really as good of a year as you can have win loss wise in central Indiana. Um, yeah. Because there's no size. I mean, Simmons is. Here's the thing. Here's what if if Carmel gets past Fishers. Right. In that sectional. Now, now Charlie Williams has got an argument, I think. But if Fishers obviously wins that sectional. Yeah, but Charlie's having a rough year. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I. He's just having a tough year. Okay. Yeah. No, I think Simmons. Yeah. I, I'm just going by how voters also. I mean, I, there's snubs every year. There's year. There's there's selections every year where I go, huh? Okay. I mean, unless I missed something, he didn't foul out against Ben Davis. He didn't close the game. Like he didn't play in overtime. He didn't play down the stretch. Yeah. yeah. Um. He's just got to get. You know, if we're gonna go down that path, he's just got to get tougher. He's got to get. He's got to be more physical. Um, and sometimes, look, Car- and Carmel's so. Carmel's movement hasn't been great as good this year as it has been in the past. And that's that's just a reflection on some of those kids. You know, some of the kids. A lot of standing, watching, being reminded the screen, being re- reminded to move. Um. About a dollar for every time Osborne yelled move, I'd I'd be a rich man. <laughs> yes. I mean, and my only suggestion to, to Coach Osborne would be just yell screen instead. I don't you know, it's 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 not as but then when it gets going, and we and we're not, you know, when it gets going, then it looks you know, it looks really good. And I've experienced that as a as a big time motion snob where you look at situations where you're like, we look really good when we're trying not when we're not trying to score. <laughs> we look we look like we know what the hell we're doing because we can grind it out and kids are counting screens and you know um, sidebar, yeah sidebar. But it it applies to Charlie in the All Star talk. So don't get me going on motion. I'm Move like on. it's like when Bill Simmons gets stuck <laughs> talking about the Celtics. I get stuck talking about Carmel. So. I was I was completely surprised how bad they beat Snyder last night, but I didn't go to the game. I was up at Oak Hill, so Snyder was on the road, right? Sure. Carmel play Friday night. They did. They beat Ben Davis in overtime. They, That's right. That's right. They had a big weekend. Ask me how they won that game. I don't know. <laughs> they gave it away. They were giving that game away, and still figured out a way to win. Um. I don't think either coach, other than other than winning the game, I don't think either coach was real happy with how that game went down. <laughs> Obviously, you take the win, but I mean, it was sloppy. Both defenses were really good. I don't know. I feel bad for teams that play those dudes. Ben Davis's defense is really good. And they come in waves, man. We got to figure out when we we got to figure out where Brownsburg fits in all this because Brownsburg's just out there beating people and. I still think come March they won't 
they're going to get back. You know, let's quickly look at their sign up. Like Zach's borderline has to go. Yeah, Brownsburg North would be there. Barring, barring, barring an upset, Brownsburg is going to win that sectional. Yeah. I know we're discounting Terre Haute North 16. Terre Haute North 16 and 2. I watched them ever, last night. It's a, pretty, it's a pretty soft 16 and 2. Just not. Yeah. I mean, their best win is Linton. Yeah. Brownsburg is legit, man. Uh, Cannon Catchings is. He's gonna be good. Yeah, that's that's definitely somebody to keep an eye on. As he starts to put on weight, Tamika Catchings' nephew. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna have to find shooting. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like the twenty twenty one team. Not as no, no, maybe no Pierce Thomas, but it's gonna be that group where they're gonna have to make sure they got guys who can hit who can shoot hit shots. If that team had, you know, a shooter. If um, if Lucas's son, Jason Lucas's son, would have graduated in 2021, Brownsburg would have been would have been a healthy. Brownsburg would have been a state final contender. Um, Never bet against Coach Lynch. It's fair. All right, I think that's it, right, for the All Star stuff, Nick. Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys having me. Love, All love right, talking. Man. All right, man. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. See you, brother. See you, Zach. See ya. See ya. All right, Zach. Best game of the week, man. Uh, I saw two games this week is all. Slow week for me. Uh, best game's probably a Friday night game, Lafayette Jeff against Kokomo. Uh, it, it wasn't really that close, but it ended up, be, ended, ended up being closer than it was. Um, Jeff's tough. Buchanan's pretty good. It's the first time I've, got, I've gotten to see him. Uh, he he went right at Flory a lot of times, and but he played a little, a little more outside than I thought he would too. He's Buchanan, yeah, he's Buchanan did, but first time seeing him, yeah. So he's under recruited, um, right? I mean, he committed to Iowa, so he's under recruited, right? Right, right, definitely. <laughs> no offense, he's under recruited, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, mean, I think I he's a D one kid. I don't get. I hate saying great get about guys because if you want somebody, typically it's a good get for you, but. Uh, well, it's a hell of a get. Yeah. And that's that's one thing that has changed here lately is the, the NAI schools. And when I say lately, I mean, like within the last decade, the, the NAI schools have, have been aggressive. And we, we talked about it a little bit with Nick with. Um, um, no, it was when we were pre-recording. Talking about. Um, I think D2s in general have done a poor job of recruiting Indiana. Yeah. And not just, not just the two in-state schools or the three in-state schools. I mean, you Indy did offer Buchanan, so yeah, yeah. did they, did they really? Yeah, I thought. Yep. Man, well, good for him. Good for him on going where he wanted to go. And I mean, I coached a kid that that ended up at Iowa that had multiple Division One offers, and his. His dad's theory was we didn't we we played three summers of travel you know of extensive travel basketball on a on a really good team, and you know his dad wanted him to go to a Division One school. His dad's the nicest guy in the world, and I guarantee you they loved the experience he had at Iowa. He just didn't want to be a Division One player. He wanted his summers free. He wanted to be close to home, and he had seven Division One offers and went to Iowa. Um, 
and you know that I was marrying those schools in, you know, Indiana Wesleyan keep saying I will. Those guys have been good because they've gone after talent like that and have gotten them right. either due to circumstance. Well, you know, obviously due to circumstance, one of them being maybe that some of these guys are a little bit under recruited. So I think Buchanan is very under recruited, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That was the best game I saw. Uh, Kokomo battled back at least. And uh, they just didn't, I don't feel like they have many pieces at Kokomo around Flory. No. And they're young. So, they're young. And they're young. Yeah. The, the younger Bellamy kid, it's pretty tough guard. Yeah. They liked him. Um, Peck and Paul was calling me in the fall. Wanting to know what I thought of him because he played in the fall league and I liked him. He was small. I didn't realize, he, you know, that he would be a starting varsity kid when I saw him play, but you know, it's a reflection for what the depth that Kokomo has. So, um, but yeah, Fiori is really good. First, yeah, first time seeing him for me too. Um, I mean, he's jumps to the head of the class. He's the best player in twenty twenty four. It's really the best talent. It's pretty raw still, it seems like. But I mean, obviously he's a sophomore, um, and I don't know how long he's played basketball either. So that's part of it. I know. It's, I talked to a couple of the guys there from Kokomo, and they said from the scrimmage at the beginning of the year to now, it's huge jump. In well, he was good in their scrimmage. He was good against Warsaw. Yeah. He had a 16-point quarter. A lot of people are good against Warsaw, but that's a different story. Well. Not Valpo for some but that's reason. A, but that's a good – that's a <laughs> disciplined defensive team. He had 16 points in a quarter in their scrimmage. Yeah. I want to say it was the third quarter. Um, Warsaw actually, would also have nobody that could guard him. Not – yeah, not not height-wise, but physically. They've got – they've got Winchester – they've got um, – Who's the kid that started? Winchester? Hold on, look. Yeah, he's their bigger, bigger dude that shoots threes. But then they've also got those two offensive linemen that play, <laughs> just muscle people. Um, that was my yeah, best it, game of the two. It is the Winchester. Last night's yeah. game wasn't didn't end up being that great. I mean, here are the guys on here are the guys on um, on uh, Warsaw. Luke Yeager, six seven two thirty. Russ Winchester. 6'4", 255, Isaiah Cordes, Cortoy, Cor- whatever, 6'3", 280, Kyle Dawson, 6'5", 245. I mean, they got dudes that – they got some beef in there, man. Coach, yeah. Moore got the, Coach Moore got the offensive line out to play basketball this year. The, the sophomores got a chance to be pretty good, but the other – and Winchester yeah. is certainly skilled. The other two guys, you guarantee you're just like, hey, come on out and play basketball, man. We can use you. Um. I mean, I guess my best game of the week was Carmel Ben Davis. As sloppy and as ugly as that game was, um, Carmel was ahead eighteen to two. I think if they hit a third of their shots in the second quarter, they probably bury that game right right then and there. But they didn't, and Ben Davis scratched and clawed their way back slowly. It wasn't like a huge. I mean, I think it took. I think it was like an 18 to four run that went across two quarters, maybe. They, uh, Carmel obviously won an overtime. I don't know, obviously, but they won an overtime. Uh, they, they did hit their free throws. 
They were very good from the line when it counted. Two free throws to send it into, into overtime. And Ben Davis, both teams had a lot of turnovers. I said there, we talked about the all-star team. I don't think other than, other than maybe either coach, of course, in this case, Osborne being happy with the win. I'm not sure either coach probably walks away from that game thinking that they, that they played that well, but kids played hard and credit to Suter for, I need to go get a bucket. And he adjusted because uh, Zane Dowdy had taken two or three charges. Well, he probably took more than that. He probably took four. I thought two were really, really suspect. But at the end, Suter had adjusted, and, and instead of going all the way to the basket, pulled up for like little five-foot jumpers. And credit to him for reading the room because Zane was not trying to block shots, which you know the younger a younger Dowdy would have been trying to jump at anything. Uh, but he is. Um, but Suter went out and. You know, really, he, he grabbed he grabbed crap by the he grabbed <laughs> grabbed shit by the by the neck and <laughs> and made and got baskets and that's what he needs to do. Uh, Carmel didn't take full advantage of of what they can do offensively. You know, Ben Davis is playing man the whole time. Yeah, they just they struggled. It was it was kind of a ugly game on both sides for both teams, but it was a fun game. It was very very competitive, obviously. But that was my game of the week. Who was your best team of the week? Oh, man. That's a tough one. Oh. As I check to see who I saw Tuesday. Yeah, well. Since I'm old. I'm old. I can't remember who I saw Tuesday. I didn't see anything Tuesday but girls soccer. And this is and I don't tough, tough for me to choose between the teams. So. By the way, my Braden Smith info was Tuesday night. Okay. I'm going to say Lafayette, Jeff, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, it was between them or Portage. Uh, man, I'll stick with Jeff, I guess, with Buchanan playing so well. And then Eddie Reese had a nice game, too, for them. They don't really have anybody else that that stood out to me. Um especially shooter wise or anything else, I guess Jeff, just with those two Buchanan and race, they have Armani Williams as well. He played well. Uh, they were in control pretty much the whole game against Kokomo. Just got a little sloppy in the second half with the, the press and turning the ball over, but Portage looked good last night too. Oh, against KV. Yeah. yeah, that was that's the game you went to. My uh, my team of the week is well, I mean, I saw Cathedral, Tech, Carmel, Ben David. My team of the week is Westfield without Braden Smith. Tuesday night against Noblesville, they were they were really good. They they were I mean they beat Noblesville by seventeen. They led that game most of the way. They took the lead up into the twenties without Braden. And while Noblesville was hovering around 500, especially then, they went two and one in the week. I mean, Noblesville's, you know, they, Noblesville beat Zionsville by 19. Um, they, they've, 
you know, they had good games early in the year. They, they were really good in their tournament. They were competitive in all those games, competitive against Pike. They were Connorsville game. They were competitive. I didn't, I guess I didn't expect them to come out and blow Westfield out, but usually, you know, sometimes teams will, well, I guess it goes either way, right? When a team loses the, a key player, they can either come out and be really flat or lethargic, or they can come out and, you know, somebody else steps up that may not show that may not have normally stepped up on film before. Uh, I thought Trey Buchanan was good. I thought uh, Sam, uh, Sam Bishop was good for them. I want to make sure I get his first name, right? <laughs> Bishop Bishop. It is Sam Bishop. Nice. There we go. You know, Bishop was good, especially in the first half. He had a couple shots, and he's a kid that can shoot. I thought he would have a bigger role this year. So, so that that Westfield team was my team, my best team of the week that of the teams I saw. So, who was your best player? Uh, I'm going to switch to the other game and say Kamari Slaughter was good. the best player I saw. Uh, more, jun- more juniors. Yep, yep. 15 points, 12 rebounds, seven assists, five steals, <clears throat> unofficially. Um, he, he took control of the game in the second half, basically, uh, ran the point a lot for them, uh, just cause they trust him with the ball. I feel like he's a good leader, uh, tried to dunk everything he could missed a couple dunks actually, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, Kamari slaughter took that game over last night. Can do it all really. <clears throat> Actually, didn't hit a three last night though, which was kind of surprising because I I thought he was kind of known as more of a shooter. This is the Who, first slaughter? time. Yeah. No, he, he's no. not. No. Okay. He's. I know. I've, okay, that's fine then. Then yeah. If, I mean, if he gets a clean, surprised. if he gets a clean look and he's set, then yeah, uh, he's. That's the that's the last part of his game that has to come along. Okay. And I don't know that he'll be a point guard in college. He'll he'll be, he'll definitely be able to be a secondary playmaker. And he'll be a guy that can guard multiple positions. But, yeah, his shooting has to. And I'm not sure if he, they have him listed, I think, at 6'4", 6'5", and I'm not – I don't know. 6'5", yeah. I don't know that he's 6'5", either. He's probably – yeah, last time I saw him, I would have thought he was definitely a good 6'4", so. Yeah. But he's that would be my player of the week for me. Well, my, my player would be – I mean, although – Tayshawn Comer had a great game Monday night in the city final. He was in control of that game the whole time. But my player of the week, I guess, or at least the best player would be um, Cam Hafner at uh, Westfield. He was impressive. He was came out and set the tone early, hit shots. Uh, he obviously is a good shooter. You know, their offense, I thought they were doing some new things this week. They were they were running more. They definitely were running more set more entries into into their motion. Uh, they were looking to get him touches in the post. They were looking to get him. You know, he had two mid post jump shots that he where he caught in the low post, bounced his way out, and then elevated. You know, and he is uh, he is an. You know, he's really good at getting his own shot. And he elevates well into his shot, which to me, that's that's a key thing. A lot of these guys, they don't get up in the air 
with their jump shot, which is fine. You know, I think you've got to get used to that. Of course, he's more athletic than some guys. He jumps extremely well just in general. I, I think if you can get separation vertically you be in, and be, you know, a great shooter, then you've got a chance. And I think that's why, like, I know Eastern Illinois, there's f- some familiarity there with that offer because his dad, and uh, Hafner's dad, and Marty played together at Evansville. But at the same time, you know, Hafner can go in that league and, and be, a, you know, be a shot maker. And he was a complete shot maker against Noblesville. Uh, you know, he, he had to be, and he was. Him and Romack. Romack really stepped up his game as well, too. Uh, could easily be either one of those guys. They both were, I want to say Hafner had 30. Jeez. Maybe 33. Romack had, was in the 20s. Um, they were, and both those kids stepped up. And I think... Romack could do more of that even when Braden's healthy. If if he's if he would play that if he would get that those opportunities. And again, they weren't running as much ball screen stuff as they as they did. And and look, Noblesville doesn't have a ton of size, so uh, it, it's you know there's they're gonna you know Romack's not gonna find it find that those opportunities as easily as say against Carmel. He didn't. Didn't have a big statistical game against Carmel. I don't know how he did against Fishers, but Jeffrey Simmons is a load. You know, we talked about him for the all-star team. I mean, he's a thick kid. Uh, so, um, but yeah, so as I fumble around with my words here, uh, Hafner's, Hafner's are, was my best player of the week. So what games you got coming up next? What, what are you looking forward to this week? Uh, it's gonna be tricky to find a game for me with with girls sectionals going on, and then we've got some weather coming in here on Wednesday and Thursday. So I've been talking to some coaches, and it sounds like they're already trying to reschedule Thursday games. Oh, really? Yeah. So all the whole mess of Thursday games is gonna go off the books up there. It might yeah, might do that, yeah. And then Saturday do we know the, games. Do we know oh, the breaking ahead. point on? I'm heading down. My plan is to head down south. I think I think it's it's Thursday gonna be night. safe safe down there with the rain rain will be down there. I'll, we'll get in snow, and then between Although Lawrence us, North Lawrence North at Carmel Thursday night looks pretty good on my docket, but but I may us, still be heading down south. Yeah, between us and India is ice and snow, so fun. Kokomo down to Indy, I think. <clears throat> so other than that, um, I, what did I have this week? I had a couple games potentially. Um, I uh, should have had them pulled up a little better here. Uh, maybe Argus Triton on Thursday night just to see those two teams. That's right. We we actually talked about that earlier, didn't we? Like yeah, yeah. In a previous pod. Right. Well, it was last week when we did the 1A stuff. Oh, yeah, that's true. So this so this week, this is for those that listen, this week is the, the weird week with girls sectional. So most of the games will be Thursday night. Most teams will play Thursday night versus Friday night. Are there any Friday games? Uh, There's a, a handful of Friday games and I already know where I'm going to be Friday. So that's an easy one for me. Fort Wayne lures at Newcastle. That's Fonso white. Good friend of mine. Get a chance to see him play at a location that's close to me, new, closer to me, which is Newcastle. So that'd be good. Uh, but Saturday's games, there's going to be afternoon games. Saturday's one of those deals. I mean, I was at four games yesterday. Thanks to Muncie central's little tournament. Saturday is one of those deals where people can see three or four games just based on what time some of these games are. 
lot of uh, one o'clock and two o'clock and three o'clock starts on Saturday. So because of girls sectional. So. All right, Zach. Good, good show. We'll um, let's wrap this up and, and I guess I'll see you next week. All right. All right, man. Thanks. Bye.